Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen, and today I'm chatting all about using the seasons to stay on track with your fitness goals. So it is a seasonal Saturday episode, even if you're not listening to this on Saturdays, I still like to start with a quick body check-in. So today I have a little, um, uh, I guess, exercise prepared for you. So this is something that I I like to do before yoga classes just to get people into their bodies. And this is a um, tool that you can use in your life at any time if you are feeling a little stressed out, a little anxious, um, if you feel everything is just really tense and you're just really gripping onto things, this is a great little exercise to try. So go ahead and sit up nice and tall. And you're just going to start by squeezing your toes and then releasing them. And then moving up to your calves, giving them a squeeze and then feeling them relax. Moving up to your quads and your hamstrings, squeezing really hard, and then releasing. Next to your glutes, and then relaxing. Make a fist with your hands and your forearms, moving up into your biceps, and then releasing that tension. And then squeezing through the upper body and the shoulders. And relaxing. And then finally bringing your awareness to your forehead, scrunching your face together and just feeling that tension melt away. And lastly, just notice where the tongue is in your mouth and relaxing the tongue and your lips and your mouth and your jaw. So this exercise is great to notice the difference between the tension and true relaxation in your body. So notice if anything still feels a little tense. You know, even after relaxing, it's normal. That's completely normal. And this might be an area where you hold your tension. So if you do go to yoga regularly or if you work out regularly, maybe you bring awareness to this area when you're working out or at yoga and trying to relax and relieve tension from that area. So a quick example of this, I have many clients who hold a lot of stress and tension in their traps. So the upper part of their shoulders, kind of like if you're wearing your sports bra right through those muscles. Um, and that usually means during their workday, that's where they hold. So if you're at a desk um, and you're, you know, typing a lot, you're, you're taking a lot of tension right there in your shoulders. And if you're not paying attention, all of a sudden our shoulders are coming up by our ears and we're wearing our shoulders as earrings. So trying to relax that area down. And so usually when we bring our, when we bring that into a workout, I'm really trying to relax and not aggravate that area. So there are like shoulder presses might not be advised. Um, for that. So if you notice that you are really tense there, we might, I would do more rear delts. So opening up through the backs of the shoulders. Now, this is just like a quick side note, um, but I just had to just share a little bit on that and um, what to look out for. So just kind of noticing that. And I, again, I am a big fan of being a body detective and noticing what's going on with your body and um, just being an advocate for yourself. That's something through and through that I am I believe that listening to your body is a thing and you do need to know how to do it. And the people who I think the anti listen to your body camp, um, well, a, I don't really understand how they might, I guess, okay, this is me trying not to be like putting another camp down, but I do feel so strongly in listening to your body. Cause what I think what happens is we are, we get disconnected because we don't want to look at why we feel certain ways. So why do we feel that tension? We might know we have tension there, but we actually don't want to dig deeper and truly listen to our bodies and say, you know what, there's something really 
there's something really deep going on here. It's not just a muscle thing. This could be an energetic, emotional thing, and we don't want to uncover what it could be. So there can be so many layers to that, um, but we truly do know the answers if we dig deep and we sit with ourselves, and that might mean crying. Um, and I say this all the time to you know my clients. I almost across the board. I think I have like probably a 95% crying rate, meaning almost all of my clients have cried to me um, during a workout. And um, you know, I have some strong, strong women who are just there in the workforce. They own their own business. They're you know, surrounded by male colleagues. They put on this strong, tough front. But what happens is we, we break down if that front is always up and we don't let our true selves get to show through and shine through. So um, that happens during workouts and it's totally normal because we're breaking down some of those barriers. And I'm like, never be embarrassed that that happens. That's your body's way of saying, oh, I feel safe. I can let this out. And whatever you are holding up and you were tensing up, you just let it go. So that's another um, example of your body just letting go of some of that emotion and that pent up aggression. Um, that we might have and that we might be storing in our bodies. So that's a podcast for another day. I'm not going to dive into that fully today because I do have some experience um, in my own personal body with that, that I might share um, in a future podcast. But today I want to talk about seasons. So transitioning on, um, we're going to chat about seasons and the changing seasons and how we should adjust our workouts. I have a lot of people who who really do notice those energy shifts and the shifts in our seasons. Um, and our workout shifts and what happens. Like we either get motivated or sometimes we get really unmotivated depending on the season. And each of us has our favorite season in terms of life and in terms of workouts. We have better times staying to a routine at certain times of the year. So summer can be really tricky for moms because kids are out of school and you are really juggling lots of schedules typically. And so the workouts can sometimes slide off there. So things can happen like that that are going to be affecting workouts. So I'm going to start with the fall because that's what season we're in right now. In the fall season, the weather is getting a little bit cooler. So your workouts, the intensity can actually start to heat up. It's a great time to start incorporating HIIT workouts or heated yoga or even going to a spin class. So anything that's really getting that body moving and that sweat going, great time to start doing that. Um, enjoying the outdoors while you can. So making sure you get outside while we still can and the weather is still great um, on those non-rainy days. We have a lot of rain here in Minnesota, but um, getting outside while we can enjoy the fall colors. And then thinking about what your goals are to finish out the year. So this is a great time to really hone in on that fourth quarter, especially we're in October as um, you know the, the end of October right now. So we have a couple more months left of 2019. And if we look ahead and we really want to start looking at what do, what do we want to accomplish? You know, there's still two more months left. There's still two more months left of workouts and November and December notoriously after Halloween hits can be tricky once more to get in workouts because our schedules get kind of crazy. Um, we start getting holiday gatherings. I know for myself, I was counting up the days that I'm going to be gone training in November because I have a couple trips planned. Plus there's Thanksgiving it's a lot. Like I'm going to be gone like eight days, which is, and I only work Monday through Friday, typically don't train on weekends. So that's a lot. So for my clients, I'm really, you know, putting it on them to get in their workouts. And of course I always set them up with a plan. I have Google drives. I have videos. We have all of that set up, but that really puts a lot more on their plates. And I've let them know. So they know ahead of time that, okay, I really need to hone it in in November because Andrew is not going to be here to help hold me accountable as often. 
And if you don't, if you don't have me, you know, kind of in your back pocket like that, how are you going to help hold yourself accountable? How are you going to help make your plan for the rest of 2019? So I would really start looking at that right now before it gets into like mid to end of November. And you're like, oh my goodness, everything's out the window because I have not planned at all. So start looking at that now while you still have a little bit of more free time, especially in November because the American Thanksgiving this year is really late. So we have a little bit more time in the beginning of November to really map out what the rest of the year is going to look like. Now transitioning into the winter season, again, workouts can be more intense and sweaty and really just think of working hard. Um, gyms can be a little bit more busy. So as the winter season come on, um, especially here in Minnesota with snowy weather, having a few at home pieces. So if I don't want to go to the gym when it's really nasty out and you know, you just got home from work and all of a sudden you look out and it starts snowing and it's going to take you, you know, half an hour just to get back to the gym, workout, park, all of that stuff. So have a few pieces at home, you know, a set of dumbbells is really great to have on hand. Some of those bands, um, I like the fabric bands that you can put around your knees or above your knees or below your ankles, having some little pieces like that, that you can do at home and get a great workout at home. That is great for the winter months because we know there's going to be those days where you just don't want to go outside and battle the snow and battle the weather to get to the gym. So that can be a great at home option as well as restorative Indian yoga. You can practice that from the comforts of your own home, although I will admit those are harder to do, I find, by yourself at home, but maybe just doing a pose or so to finish your night for a restorative pose. Um, but doing a restorative and yin practice at a yoga studio is also great for winter because it's just kind of cozy and you get to bundle up, you get to use a whole bunch of props. You know, you can wear your socks and your sweatpants even and sweatshirt because you don't have, I mean, you're not, you're not holding poses, um, like down dog per se. You're really getting to relax during these classes or during restore. Yin is a little bit more holding and building that tension, but that is a great thing to do during the winter months. Now we're going to slide into spring. So our spring season, the, the energy is coming back up. So the workouts can go back outside, outdoor boot camps, outdoor walks, runs, um, even yoga outside once it's a little bit warmer during the spring season. So the workouts can start intense because usually it's still a little bit chilly in the start of spring, but then we're going to slowly start to wind down the intensity. And the reason I'm saying that is Ayurvedically speaking, um, when the heat goes, we don't necessarily want to increase our own body temperature heat because that increases the pitta dosha, which is during the summer months. And so that can get really inflamed. Um, and that's why we kind of want to avoid that. And so we're kind of treating it with opposites. So we would do a little bit more cooling things. So that's what you're kind of doing during that spring season. You're setting yourself up for those summer months. And if you know summer is going to be a little bit crazy, now is the time in the spring season to start planning for your summer. And what are you going to look like? Maybe you join a boot camp class that takes you from June to August, or maybe you join um, a gym or join something for the summer months. So, you know, you have some accountability pieces or hire a trainer for the summer, whatever it might look like having something in line that, you know, okay, from June to August, I need to have X, Y, Z lined up because I know things are going to get a little crazy. Now that is a great transition into the summer because as the warm, as it warms up outside, our workouts can become a little bit too intense if we're outside in the middle of the day. So pulling back on those um, runs outside from the 10 to two hour, I would do a run early morning or later in the evening when the sun is not just as hot and not at its peak. Um, yoga is great to practice during the summer months because again, it's cooling, it's relaxing, not heated yoga. I wouldn't advise that necessarily in the summer. And then morning and evening walks. 
that is a perfect time to get outside and enjoy nature, you know, as the sun is coming up and as the sun is going down. Um, it's nice and cooling and doing that after dinner is a great way to help aid in digestion as well in the body. So those are some different things that I would suggest during each of the seasons, just slightly how to adjust what's going on um, with your body and what's, what's going on outside. So a journal prompt to really think about this is how do the seasons change my workouts and wellness plan? So I want you to kind of think on that and just notice what season is the hardest for you to stick to a plan or maybe not even a season, maybe what couple months, you know, look at your year and just kind of map out because this is a great time to really start to think about how you want 2020 to look for you and notice, okay, what can I adjust and what months are my tricky months and how can I put a plan into place? If it is, you know, joining a gym, making sure that we're setting aside money to do that. If it's hiring a trainer, making sure you're setting aside money to do that. Because the more you can plan ahead, the more things aren't just going to surprise you and you're going to be like, oh shoot, I don't have X, Y, Z to execute because I didn't plan ahead. Um, or buying a piece of equipment. So maybe you want to save up and buy that um, you know, kettlebell, that new kettlebell or the um, new bolster, whatever it might look like. All right. So the last thing I have for you is I actually have, um, because it is almost November, I am giving away my November Holistic Almanac. And so you can actually go and download it for yourself. And that is going to be at andreaclawson.com backslash November. And it is completely free. And um, it is workouts. So if you want some workouts, they have the workouts there and they're all clickable links, which is awesome. So if you are like, I have no idea what a squat to a shoulder press is, you click on the link, it will take you right to the video. They also have different ideas. So different workout challenges that you can do in November. They have a couple recipes, seasonal food lists. We have um, new moon and full moon ideas. If you want to do something during the new and full moon, some journaling questions. Um, we have tons of fun stuff and it's all about batching your habits. So if you're really intrigued about how you can start to incorporate two different habits at once, I give you ideas on how to batch habits. That's the theme of November. So that is completely free. I am going to do that um, from now on, at least through March, is um, do my holistic fitness almanac and give that away for free. It is something, it's 10 pages long. So you're getting a lot of content and you're getting, again, a ton of just clickable stuff. So it's not like I don't know how to do anything. You, you have access to all of it. Um, it is really something I'm super excited to share with everyone. And I've gotten some great feedback on it because I've given my clients a hard copy already for the fourth quarter and they have loved it. Um, December in particular is a big highlight. So um, that will be released towards the end of November. But um, everything in December, I have some homework workouts in there. And I also have a winter solstice basket ideas. So I, this is my heart, my soul. This is some of my best training resources. And I'm giving it away for free. So if you're interested, I know I have a link in the show notes. But you can also find it again at andreaclawson.com backslash November. And that is what I have for you guys this week. Thank you all so much. Um, next week wraps up the podcast with the pre-postpartum month. So next week is the last pre-postpartum. And then um, we'll be sliding into November, which is all about um, listening to your body. So thank you again and go out there and spread your peaceful power.